0: This is Four Girls, One Podcast.
1: All right, best watch president. This is Kristen from Maine. I was hoping those butt cracks would be blooming. And
0: Jamie from Kentucky. I don't Maine's think I've ever had a peach. So... Amber from Indiana. I was a big liar when I was a kid. And Kat from Alberta. We're all here. What's up, guys? We got a whole lot. I'm hoping why it doesn't cause any problems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will see.
1: All right. And I made a huge mistake a couple of days ago and let Colson read his bedtime stories, like, to me. Oh, no. And now he wants to read his bedtime stories. And it's, like, <laughs> do that. super cute for, like, a minute when he's, like, re- you know, obviously he can't read, but he's, like, reciting it from memory, you know? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then the bad guys get a superhero-sized
0: surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we have tonight? What do you guys got?
1: Uh, I have Stardust Ranch.
2: Holy shit. It's like cuckoo bananas.
1: Um, I've got some stories from, uh, Let's Not Meet. I've got two ones that are, like, really good.
0: Oh, wait, three. I've got three, then. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You can go ahead, Jamie. I have, yeah. my, mine are from Reddit, too, but they're not from Let's Not not Meet. I, they were from, like, Ask Reddit. Please excuse me if I
2: cough and hack my way through this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying not to.
1: Yeah, I'm sure everyone <laughs> is. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I also infected Lincoln. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time me or JT gets sick, we're like, we're not gonna give kisses and we're not gonna like pass this back and forth, and then it, like never, ever, ever works out. I know <laughs> it's
2: so true. That's it's kind of sweet
1: though. I infected him with my love. <laughs>
2: Shall we have a let's not meet story?
1: Yeah, yeah, we shall. This one is called, uh, I'm not even going to say what it's called because it's kind of a spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But this is from user Skavs Fallen. And he says, I grew up on the countryside right next to a national park uh, frequently visited by nature lovers and bird enthusiasts. It was a kind of park where you're not really allowed to bike or ride horses, only walk or run but 10-year-old me felt it was a stupid role and did so anyway. (laughs) I knew fully well that I wasn't supposed to do that and was caught a few times, but nothing came of it apart from don't do it again. So I did, of course, until one day something frightening happened that made me stop. My family were horse breeders, and I would often take the horses uh, for a ride, usually in the Forbidden Park. Uh, This day, very early morning, uh, it was beautiful outdoors, Since it was so early before six o'clock, I knew there wouldn't be anyone else on the trail to see me, so I let the horse off full speed along the trail. I only slowed down on the part of the trail that got steep on one side leading down to the river because the thought of one step too close to the edge was too much, even for a kid with next to non-existent risk assessment skills. (laughs) Suddenly, the horse came to a halt and refused to take another step. I grew up with horses all my life and knew that usually indicates you need to investigate. Is there something with the hooves? Did the horse spot something that spooked it? The hooves were fine, but the horse didn't move an inch, and that's when I saw it. Someone had set up a trap, a thin, sharp metal wire across the trail in perfect neck neck height for an adult. I stopped and looked around but didn't see anyone. The wire was well attached to two trees and impossible for me to remove, so I led the horse around it, and I had to walk up into a wooded area on the side of the trail. And that's when I heard the singing. There's a song called Hej Tom Gabar and it was that melody but the lyrics were different and sung in a muffled voice. Today I only remember parts of it but translated it would have been something like hey all you runners come here passing let the lifeblood pour out. That's creepy. creepy. As silently as I could with my heart in my throat I backed away, got up on the horse and hurried back uh, as fast as I could. I knew I had to tell someone about it, but at the same time wanted to avoid admitting to riding a huge and very forbidden horse on those protected trails. I got home and told my other older brother what had happened, and he came back there with me. We found a wire trap, and after a while of searching, we also found a spear-like pole in the ground, right on the spot where you'd land if you came running and jumped over the fallen tree on the trail. That's when we called the police. The area was searched and similar traps were found but no sight of the old man. The following summer, though, there was uh, big news in the lower about spear like poles being found right under the water surface, directly under a tower you're supposed to die from at the lake. And black garage uh, black garbage bags filled with big rocks were found on the narrow bridge crossing the river so that if a car had hit it, it would risk uh, going off-road and into the water. He was making human traps. Jesus. Whoa. In the comments uh, that their trails should be only for walking and want to make sure that runners don't have access as well. That's crazy. That's crazy. So someone set up a trap so that runners wouldn't run? Yeah, so that they would hurt themselves or maybe even be killed because they feel like they own the trails or something. Or I guess that's what this guy felt like if he felt that that was the right thing to do you know god damn it god damn speed walkers <laughs> we've, we've all, all seen was them to, they're the worst i was talking to jt about this story and i was like this is like on par with like sneetches with bellies on their like stars on their bellies the dr seuss story it sounds i, I
0: remember it but i can't remember what it was called
1: oh uh well all the I guess all the sneeches lived on the beaches. Yeah, and it. some sneeches had stars on their belly and some had none upon bars.
2: Oh. And then a guy comes none to upon bars. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: and then a guy comes to town and he has a machine that will like give uh, the plain belly sneeches stars on their bellies. So they go through the machine and get stars on their bellies. And then the sneeches that already had stars are like, wait a minute, like we're getting our stars taken off, and this guy shows up with a machine that takes stars off the bellies. Then they switch back and forth so much that they can't remember if they had stars before or not. Mm. (laughs) And then that guy rides out of the town like a big shot with all their money. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was, like, the moral of the story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So this guy's trying to act like he's got stars on
0: his belly. (laughs) (laughs) Is more important than everybody
1: else. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, who does that? You know? Like... A psycho. You're going to ruin a stranger's life for no reason just because you think that, like, you so, own the world. This <laughs> is your walking path. Yeah. So just like a man.
0: <laughs> I was just getting ready to say that.
1: <laughs>
0: Sounds uh, like a man. We're alienating,
1: like, half of our potential audience. base. <laughs> <laughs> No, they love it. Or he like lives in the woods and thinks that he like owns it. You know,
2: that's even creepier. He hides and watches people get
1: knocked over as they. Yeah, (laughs) but if you live in the woods, I feel like you know you could probably just like step back a few hundred feet and be cool. You know, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to live in the woods, then just go somewhere where people don't freaking go.
0: (laughs) That would be too easy.
2: It's common for those traps, those kinds of traps to be set up. That is so Uh,
1: weird. Yeah, that's what one of the comments said. Uh, It said, uh, I take it you're from Sweden. That's really common here in Denmark, too. People putting up traps to, like, stop people, because that's where I got that from, is he said that, you know, they think that the trails belong to the walkers (laughs) and not the runner. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) do what we do.
2: Just put up a little pole in the middle of the path. I guess that's only for ATVs and bikes. and I mean, uh, cars and stuff.
0: Yeah. Is that why those are there? <laughs> I've only been I hiking so. once. I wanted to feel important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of it too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Did you feel
2: better than all those stupid runners? Did you trip
0: them? <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't anybody else out there. <laughs> Cause you set the trap no, you me set and Cody the trap got, behind you. Me and Cody got lost and we thought,
1: oh my weird. gosh.
0: Yeah. It was bad. I was kind of freaking out, <laughs> but we had our cell phone, so it wasn't a huge deal, but we couldn't figure out how to get out. <laughs> so, and yeah, it was that's, cold. That's awful. Yeah. I'm like, let's go home and watch Netflix. This is ridiculous.
2: One time Lincoln and I were hiking and it was just the two of us and, um, we were, like, up in this trail behind the campsite. It was this ridge trail up to the summit of this small, small mountain in the White Mountains in New Hampshire. And we, you know, like, you start up, and it's, like, fine, no big deal. And, um, you know, there's, like, wildlife everywhere and everything. And then at a certain point, we must have gotten onto, like, a secondary trail because the trail just disappeared, and then everything went silent around us. <laughs> and we were, like... Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to get killed by something. So we just started like yelling and hitting hitting things on trees and stuff. Trying to scare it away. We just tried to make as much noise as possible. We were like, um, let's just keep going, which is so stupid. But we made it to the summit and then we made it on the way way down. We made it back to the campground eventually, but. It was scary when you hear yeah. everything go silent around you. That's when it's really like super terrifying, yeah. you know.
1: You guys ready for a backcountry hike that turns terrifying? Yes, <laughs> do it. All right, so uh, this is from user Orange Tent Girl <laughs> who says that when uh, when her she says, when my boyfriend and I turned 30. We sold everything we owned, including my car, took his trailblazer, and decided to just travel across the states and Canada. Uh, I guess you could call us backpackers as we tend to chase good weather, find a state park, and backcountry hike into the wilderness for days at a time. We don't necessarily live off the grid, but between the two of us, we have one prepaid phone and one MacBook, which I use for work. Uh, I mostly write boring uh, papers or web content. (laughs) The whole point of our living situation is to live debt-free and have as few bills as possible, so I only use free Wi-Fi. All right, background info is important so you know who we are and how simply we live. Uh, last time we decided to do some backcountry hiking in Arkansas. It's one of those states that you don't ever really hear about other hikers visiting, but we read that it has some beautiful natural landscape, and it does. Uh, the rules at this particular park were pretty lax. We didn't need a permit, and there were a few basic guidelines, but there was no check-in needed. We had all the basics and had planned to do a six-day hike, three in and three out. The whole time we were out there, we didn't see or hear another soul. But on day one, we were prepping to move off trail and find a camping spot as it was getting near dusk. Uh, A half a mile off the trail is usually standard for us. We took what looked like an animal trail, and about half a mile out, we saw a green two-person tent. It was almost camouflaged in the foliage, and we came on it almost by accident. Some backpackers prefer privacy, others are more social. We're the more social type. We've had some great experiences camping near other backpackers, sharing stories, food, and a join or two. We were around 30 yards away from the tent, it was zipped closed. So my boyfriend shouted a greeting to make our presence known. There was no movement and no sound. So we assumed the green tent guy either wasn't around or didn't want to be bothered. So we started off in a new direction and put some distance between us. And we camped, never heard a peep. We moved along the next morning completely forgetting about Green Tent Guy until nearing the end of day five on our trek back. We were again looking for a spot to camp off the trail when we came upon that green tent again. It wasn't that unusual, but usually backcountry hikers keep moving, so we really weren't expecting it. The tent flap was open the tent flap was open, so my boyfriend yells his greeting again and nothing. My boyfriend wants to check it out, saying it's weird and maybe someone's hurt. I didn't like the idea from the get-go because even though we hadn't had any bad experiences personally, we'd heard enough stories from other backpackers about hermits and mountain men that want privacy, carry guns, etc. But my boyfriend assured we'd, we'd be fine and if all else fails, offer him some weed to keep the peace and we'd go on our way. <laughs> uh, as soon as we get within 20 yards of this place, the smell of decomposition is intense. Uh-uh. My, my boy, <laughs> Just No. <laughs> <laughs> My Next. boyfriend has been, <laughs> <laughs> has been hailing his greeting over the last 20 yards and once the smell hits him, he stops and turns to me and says, what if we find a dead body? My skin well, called. I was immediately <laughs> afraid. <laughs> I've never seen a dead body before and don't want to. The closer we got to the tent, the worse the smell got. We, know f- we knew for sure we were going to walk in and see some old campers rotting for corpse. What we found was worse than that. Outside of the tent, was a dead doe's legs, all four of them covered in flies. It looked like the legs had been cut most of the way and then ripped off the rest of the the way. It was a mess. Inside the tent was the body and head of the deer, but the middle portion was swaddled swaddled in a blue fleece blanket and was blood-soaked at the bottom where the legs used to be. It was laying on its side, bottom facing the tent entry. The tail had been cut off, And the anus slash vagina was covered in dried blood and a gate, like something had been penetrating it. The Uh. same with its
0: mouth. (laughs) Oh, penetrating like made my stomach (laughs) blit.
1: And the same with its mouth. The bottom portion was bent down at a scary, broken-looking angle. The tent was open so we could see everything without having to go inside. Not that we would have anyway, because the smell was was almost debilitating. There was a dirty, almost empty, clear bottle of Juergen's Baby Oil and a stained green and white fringed kitchen towel. And that was it. I immediately started crying and begged him to go. And all he could muster was, what the fuck? Uh. And we (laughs) turned and ran.
2: obviously the smarter one in this relationship.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We ran to the trail and jogged down it for as far as we could go until we had to set up camp. We didn't go very far off the trail, and neither of us slept. We didn't start a fire or use headlamp. We just sat up whispering to each other, going over and over what we had just seen. I kept thinking at any moment that the dead deer rapist would come back to his tent take <laughs> our footprints or something and <laughs> track us back to our tent. <laughs> oh just because the we tore down and started out. My boyfriend stopped at the ranger station on our way out of the park to report what we had seen. The ranger was a young guy around our age, and he looked as freaked out by our story as we were about telling it. He wrote down most of it. My boyfriend showed him on a map approximately where it had been. He asked if we knew how the deer was killed, and at that point, we hadn't even thought about it. We just assumed it had been shot because the blanket, uh, we didn't see a wound, but we weren't exactly giving it an autopsy either. <laughs> so, <laughs> We've since shortened our backcountry hikes to a maximum of four days and we've been a lot less eager to call out to other campsites and never approach another unmanned tent again.
0: Oh my god. So she didn't say if they ended up finding anything? Like who the guy was or anything? No, I mean...
1: Yeah, they just told the guy and left. They only have one phone, so... I guess they weren't, like, passing out the number. I've never heard of a deer
0: rapist before.
1: Right? I never (laughs) have either.
2: What if it was the ranger? Oh, (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you and they left and he's got like a deer head in the back of the <laughs> yeah. cabin his
1: jaw's he, broken he, he like strokes it <laughs> between his eyes and he's okay
0: like, come on guys I they'll, never do <laughs> they'll never find out
1: about us they'll never find out about us they're telling him about it and he's like
2: what <gasps> oh my god that is horrible
0: <laughs> I turned him into a Muppet Right. <laughs> it makes me wonder if he was in there when they called for him before, like the first time. I just thought oh, that right. was nice part of it, and he mind. was just like, <laughs> he's like, shh to the deer, <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, oh, <laughs>
1: your jaw's broken.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> poor dear. Oh, poor dear. <laughs> we're going straight to hell, I tell you. <laughs> we're gonna walk in there and be like, "Why are we here?" And, he's, and they're gonna be like, "Dear rapist." <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be like, "Yeah, <laughs> you were laughing." <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There are right. so many.
2: there's so many great scenarios that could come out of that. Like he goes into the bar and they're like, "How was your weekend away with your girlfriend?" <laughs> And he's like, oh, she's real sweet, doesn't talk a lot. Just <laughs> <laughs> spent the whole weekend in the tent, you know. Right. Her name is Bambi. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I left her ears on so I could manipulate her head.
0: Oh god. <laughs> okay, you win. That draws the <laughs> line. <laughs>
2: Uh-oh. That almost made me spit out my tea. <laughs> 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 my kava tea. That <laughs> now I can, smell, I can smell it whenever I pee.
0: I was just getting ready to say, we won't break it up, but you brought it up. so. <laughs> I, yeah, it was funny. Because all day,
2: like, I don't know, I started, I bought it Monday or Tuesday. Um, and then the next day, I was like, every time I would pee, I'd be like, ha. That's a really familiar smell. <laughs> you know, because I'm drinking all this water because I'm doing this intermittent fasting thing. So it's, I'm peeing a lot. And so, like, all day long, I was like, what is that smell? And then I was like, huh, what is that? And then finally, at like three in the afternoon, I was like, oh,
1: it's the cava tea. <laughs> That's what it smells like. That happens to me like every time I eat asparagus.
2: Yes, well, we had just had asparagus too, and I really expected to smell asparagus pee, but I didn't. Right,
0: probably. I'm really excited.
2: <laughs> I felt like like a really great scientist when I figured it out. Right, it was so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> That's the word. Like pour, you were like...
0: pouring it back and forth between beakers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, like this that meme like... with all the math stuff. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that was me sitting (laughs) on the toilet being like, huh. This was like, that was also um, mid plague, so I was like delirious. (laughs) And I was like, I think I'm going to die. I'm pretty sure I'm going to die of this. And then my family was all making fun of me, and I cried at dinner. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, because That's they were a good like, family. Uh, they, you know, normally like I could take it. We just laugh and we kind of give each other crap. And I just sat and like, just like put my head down at the table and just started <laughs> sobbing. And I was like, I don't <laughs> feel good. None of this is funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> and I think I yelled. I'm very sensitive right now. At some point. <laughs> It's been a rough week. (laughs) Really fun. Amber, do you have any stories that don't involve my urine?
0: I think I do. My cat's giving me like a really creepy face right now. <laughs> the cat or the deer? The deer rapist story. <laughs> oh, so it's a judging face then? Okay. Right.
1: <laughs> or he's like taking notes, you know. Yeah. Oh, gross. Uh, he cut off the tail. You say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Stop. <laughs> Okay, mine are pretty short, so they're not long and interesting like Jamie's. (laughs) All right, this one again is from the the Ask Reddit, and it was like, what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened to you, or, you know, what's something, a story that you always tell everybody that's happened to you? So, this one is, I accidentally cut off the name, so they have no username. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Um, Once you Um, put
1: something on Reddit, it belongs to Reddit anyway. Yes.
0: All right. It says I'm 17 at home watching my baby sister, who is 11. She's downstairs watching TV, and I was upstairs playing video games, getting ready for bed. My sister was slash is pretty awesome, and I could always trust her to go to bed at a relatively decent time. To my surprise, my mom peeked her head in my darkened room, and I cheerfully waved goodnight. I couldn't see her face just a head poke itself into my room, look at me, and then back away. About a half an hour later, I go downstairs for some water and I'm surprised, this time by my sister who is still watching the last of her TV show. I didn't care that she was up, but my mother would have promptly put her to bed as she was much stricter. She asked me if I knew when mom and dad would be home and I just immediately took her hand and took her out to my car and we sat there while I called my parents, who came home immediately. No doors and windows were unlocked besides the side door. I unlocked to bring my sister outside. I still wonder who or what the fuck poked its head in my room.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: My favorite thing though is the comment. It says, imagine being that robber though. You walk in, look around, see if the coast is clear. And this teenager just starts waving at you with a big smile on their face. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a ghost. I don't think it was a robber.
1: Right.
0: Or an alien. Okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Reptilian,
1: reptilian, yeah, a reptilian. Because <laughs> those guys are interdimensional,
0: <laughs> right? I don't like. I I would think I would notice if it wasn't my mother's head, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: but I don't especially know. if it was six feet tall and had a giant
0: covered <laughs> right. okay. in scales. Did you say giant dong? <laughs>
2: yes, that's what the the reptilian. Guy that that lady had sex with is supposed to have a big, huge dong.
0: I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was
1: interesting. <laughs> and we were talking about banging a reptilian, and I was like, it would really depend for me on like what kind of scales he's got, because I don't want like <laughs> fish scales like flaking, <laughs>
0: <Jesus>. <laughs> right?
2: And they have
1: to aim the right way,
2: because you right, don't want exactly. to
1: cut yourself. <laughs> you don't want it to. Yeah,
2: you don't want resistance, right? <laughs> You don't want it to be like a sunfish. And, like slice your ugh. finger open.
1: No.
0: no. What is that what is that movie that won like a bunch of awards. And it had like that girl falling in love with that weird water dude.
2: Oh, The Shape of Water. I never thought yes.
0: it. It was, it was awful. Everyone keeps telling me like it.
2: how beautiful it is. And I'm like, no. ugh. I don't want to see it. It was
0: so confusing. And I didn't want to watch it. So. <laughs> Like even the the sex scene was like, what the fuck does this even mean? <laughs> <laughs> I hated it.
2: <laughs> Do you think a fishman is capable of consent? I guess is the big question. I guess he's yeah. sentient. <laughs> All I'm picturing are those big like blobfish.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, it makes me think of this super, super sad story about um, who was that scientist that used to do like, he used to do experiments on dolphins all the time, like with their intellect and stuff. I want to say maybe Lily. Well, whatever. I'm sure someone will know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> this woman worked with him and they were like working with uh, this like adolescent male dolphin. I don't remember his name or anything, or her name. But the point is, is they would, like, you know, try to teach him tricks and, like, how to add and, you know, just to see, like, what they could do. And this dolphin, like, imprinted on this woman, like, the scientist, uh, and felt like she was his mate, you know, and he, like, loved her.
0: Mm-hmm. And before
1: they could, like, do their, like, exercises for the day where she, like, tried to get him to, like, figure stuff out, she would have to, like... Jerk him off, or he wouldn't focus. Are you
0: fucking serious? I Does remember talking
1: about that. Does that count as consent,
0: <laughs> dude? That's fucking weird.
1: <laughs> Which I guess she would, because she she felt like it was no big deal. Like you know, otherwise he's not going to listen, guys. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yikes! I just can't. I just can't imagine.
1: Right. And like I, any other animal, if barely... any
2: other animal in the world was like, "Hey." jerk me off before I listen to you I'd be like sorry buddy I'm not gonna like replace to the
0: dolphin yeah oh,
2: leave you better go like, rub yourself on a pillow right
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> listen Mr. Seagull I'm not interested
1: <laughs> but that story is actually super duper sad like they lost funding and they didn't have a place to keep that dolphin anymore and he ended up like in a tank like, a small tank and she wasn't allowed to like come and visit him anymore and then he just like sank to the bottom and never breathed again and died. Oh, Dude. That's sad. <laughs> did did you hell? guys know that dolphin like uh breathing for dolphins is like a conscious act?
0: Oh no, I didn't know oh, that.
1: Poor guy. He got too sad and was like, I just don't care to breathe anymore. Oh. I know well, it was really sad. sad. I know you yeah, think it's gonna be gross. like a crazy story because it starts off with like, you know. Dolphin dolphin masturbation. <laughs> but, but, but no it's actually really heartbreaking and we need to like really reevaluate how we treat these animals
2: yeah for sure <laughs> like maybe if an animal starts acting like that you should be like huh what's going what's gone wrong here right
1: well how do we fix this Does wrong, this wrong dolphin... step number one we took him from the ocean right <laughs> yeah. well, wrong step number two we isolated him like, huh. Mm-hmm. That's sad, and that's bad. You know, you know what herd animals really love? Being alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's really mm-hmm. sad. No wonder he was begging to get jacked off, you know? <laughs> Dude. So yeah, sorry.
0: No, you're fine. I feel like... Sorry about no, that I feel like... <laughs> Way to go, you're... Jamie. You're, sorry. like, on fire tonight. <laughs>
1: And I'll be on fire after I die as well.
0: <laughs> like, I feel like all these stories I have are nothing compared to yours now. <laughs> we
2: still want to hear it.
1: Yeah, they're not nothing, they're just different.
0: Different yeah. is good.
2: Different is just great.
1: <laughs> I, re- right. I read a bunch of stories on Let's Not Meet and like couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, oh. Like I've been reading yeah. them before I go to bed And then like saving the ones that I like And I read a bunch of them And I had to watch like half an episode of Vanderpump Rules So I could go sleep
2: <laughs> Soothe me to sleep, Jax yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With your crazy Crazy widening face
2: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> with his coked out face yeah <laughs> right. why does this okay his face was so much narrower in the first season and then it just gets wider and wider and wider was he getting
1: his he he's getting up on 40 you know i can't believe he's yeah. almost 40 he's getting up well, on he probably 40, is 40, and now. he still le- lives like he was 20 yeah <laughs> yeah i it's know like, jackson and i are the same age isn't that crazy I know, me and, like, uh, everyone else are the same, same age. Everyone me else too. is, like, 30. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can you imagine getting drunk um, ever?
0: No. <laughs> like, all all the time. Like,
1: Especially At Schwartz. Every
0: night. Even Stassi oh said, Schwartz parties like a freshman, you know, fr- fraternity dude. Just, like,
2: getting I've completely fucked like up. I've never No. I was, you know, watching that episode where they were in Vegas and they had to go to the meeting the next morning. <laughs> and I was thinking, God. Like, Would I ever get so rip roaring drunk, and then obviously they were on coke or something
0: mm-hmm. in the morning.
1: Well, and they then
0: said they will go to meeting with your boss, like yeah. And they like took a shot of something while they were like Fireball. walking into the meeting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to give them
2: good breath.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we didn't have any mouthwash. She said.
0: That was like <laughs> that was so painful to watch. Like I could hardly watch it. <laughs> When Lisa was like, yeah, they're seriously freaking annoying me. (laughs) Right.
1: She literally makes them sit down and she goes, like, does business.
0: (laughs) And then Tom, Sandoval, like, stands in the doorway, like, like like a two-year-old. And he's like, Lisa?
1: (laughs) 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 It was literally,
2: like, my kids, after they've had, when they were little, after they had a whole bunch of sugar, would like they go like insane and just run in circles. Yeah. Can I show you this real quick? Ah, 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 mom, 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 mom. Oh, and then you're finally like ah, just go outside.
1: <laughs> you know, I don't even have that much sympathy for Lisa because like I just think she probably gets paid like a lot more than those kids for mm-hmm. being on that show, you know. I think for she sure, loves
0: it. I think she yes. loves it. I think she likes the drama for sure. But yeah,
1: she likes to do the whole like uh, mothering, giving advice thing. And yeah. all of her friends are like her peers, and they don't uh, they don't want to do that, right? So, so she cultivates those relationships with like her underlings. <laughs>
2: I think that she is a producer on the show. She makes a ton of money off that show.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure.
2: She's smart. I like her. Yeah, she's definitely my favorite
1: <laughs> but oh, I think I that
2: like Ken is like into some shit for real <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> or was <laughs> I think Ken is has like you saw how quickly when James was yelling at Ken you saw how quickly James backed down and was yeah. like oh okay I think that Ken is mean. involved in some serious shit and he he's other people know
0: like hmm. but what do you mean like the mob kind of thing?
2: there are there are rumors maybe mu-
1: like money laundering or something yeah that maybe they
2: um you know like maybe drugs flow through mm. or money's laundered through there i'm going to go with cocaine <laughs> i <laughs> would say so <laughs> once again i don't really care because i love that show so
0: much
2: <laughs> I right <just> love it. <laughs>
0: I know I said this before, but it was so funny when uh, Lala was on the beach and they come up, and she was like, "You'd be so proud of me." I saw you guys coming, so I put my top on. <laughs> and <laughs> Jax was like, "Bummer." And Brittany like immediately, "You're not clear to say things like that." That <laughs> was like my favorite, the whole season. Like,
2: <laughs> I almost said the same thing.
0: I can't believe I can't believe that he slept with Faith. I couldn't like when he when every that was going around. I'm like, no way, no way. He wouldn't do right. that. But he gets me every time. <laughs> it's just, just how good of a liar he is. He is. Yeah, for sure. We really went off on a tangent there, didn't we? Oh, that's okay. <laughs>
1: Sometimes you just have to talk about it. Yeah. One time, uh, me and JT were watching something on Hulu, and it auto-played Vanderpump Rules, like, after our show went off. And, uh, and he didn't change it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> we watched an episode because <laughs> I didn't say anything either, and he didn't say anything. You know, yeah, we so just kept and then kept it on. Yes, yeah, I didn't say anything to him, but in my head, I was like, he loves it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is just like that scene in Tommy Boy <laughs> when they change the radio station. He's like, well, I don't care if you don't care. <laughs> don't you remember? Tommy? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We're both singing and crying. Like, two more episodes, we're both singing and crying. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know how I know Cody liked it? Because he would get his coat on and his hat on and get ready to go smoke, and he'd stand in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you have another story, Amber? I kind of do, yeah. <laughs> do it. We want to hear it. Um. Okay, I was walking down the street with a friend during college. A woman was driving down the street, and a girl had passed us. She was about seven or eight, and she was walking a dog and passed by some bushes that extended out to the street. This was by an old park that wasn't maintained well. And the woman that was driving didn't see the girl and hit her and the dog, and they went in two different directions the way they landed. It was obvious they were dead. One of them made a sickening crunch sound on impact, and I don't know if it was the girl or the dog. The woman gets out and starts screaming and crying. She's yelling at me that she can't go to jail and she didn't see them. I'm trying to tell her that she won't get arrested because it was an accident and my friend is calling for help on her phone. This woman tells me to move away from her so I do because she's, she's hysterical. She runs into her car, removes her purse, and takes out a fucking gun. She shoots herself and lands on the hood of the car.
2: Oh my
0: god! I was in shock. I just witnessed two people and an animal die. I was always devoid of reactions after that. Later, I was told by a therapist that she might have been on drugs, which explains her reaction. I wonder why we all had to be involved in this situation. That's horrible. I didn't quite understand like the situation. Like the maybe they the car was wa- driving and then, like the girl was like right on the sidewalk or something. I didn't quite understand like how they got hit but that's terrible I know
1: that's so crazy and it's like nothing that you would ever expect to happen you know
0: right now yeah it's one thing to see the girl get hit and then this happens it's like what the fuck
1: yeah like you can wrap your head around a car wreck you know yeah but not like a car wreck and then an immediate suicide in
0: front of you that's crazy all right I've got one more okay my wife leaves for work nearly an hour before I do, so she's gone before I even get up with the baby. I heard her open the door and then leave, and then I heard some crashing downstairs. I assumed she had come back in for something she forwarded she forwarded in her rush, dropped something in the kitchen, and for something she forwarded. Whatever. Then, (laughs) and this was weird, she came upstairs to look in on me and the baby still asleep in bed. I was annoyed because my alarm wasn't going off for another 15 minutes, so I pretended to be asleep. She then does whatever she needs to do upstairs and then leaves, making more noise on her way out. So after my alarm goes off, I get up to see if she cleaned up whatever she dropped in the kitchen. Turns out what she dropped in the kitchen was actually a heroin junkie smashing in our transcom window, and my wife looking in on us was actually the burglar realizing the house wasn't empty. I would have easily had 100 pounds on whatever skin and bones junkie came through that tiny window <laughs> had I opened my eyes and saw a burglar looking at my baby instead of my wife. Um, I would have panicked and attacked. If they had a weapon on, I'd have died, and if not, I'd have killed them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too long didn't read. I avoided a life or death struggle with a drug addict in my home because I didn't want to wake up 1500 minutes early. <laughs> 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 That's all I get. That's all she wrote. I can't imagine. <laughs> oh my you god! You know, Cody. Cody so just cleaned out his gun safe, and his he had a lot of his dad's guns. And every time I hear a noise, like like out in the living room or like outside, I have to immediately think about where my gun is, (laughs) and if I can get it loaded. Well, he cleaned all that out, and he was saying he was taking the guns over to his dad's, and I'm like, what about mine? Where's mine? (laughs) Like, what am I going to (laughs) do? I'm like, you know, because all the break-ins around here. (laughs) But he ended up hiding it, so that way I could find it. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. (laughs) I've never had to use it, except for that one time when I heard something in the living room, and it ended up being the balloon hitting the ceiling fan.
2: (laughs) Those are terrifying. I've had that happen. Oh my don't god, know what the fuck
0: that sound is. It sounded like somebody banging on the door. Yeah. And even even it was when I still had Bella and even Bella was like standing in the hallway, like it looked like she, and she was like freaked out. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, know. Anyway. I always think that like my dog would save me in those situations. I'll be like ah, i here I'm barking and I'll like know that something's up you know. But yeah. then I've realized that like every single time he barks I'm like hey <laughs> Shut up
0: Yeah <laughs> Diamond barks at everything like Cody will walk down the hallway and it's, seen, it's like freaking serial killers in the house. Oh I'm like God. shut the fuck up <laughs> Dude you want to hear something really bad Is
1: like when Kane might as
0: well, Jamie. This
1: this is the worst one. No, when Kane is like flipping out about something and he like won't stop barking, you know. Uh the only command that like makes him stop barking is me going, shut the fuck up. (laughs) He knows that, huh? Like that's the command that was like ingrained in him. This says says something about me. And then he's like, oh, okay, it's fine.
2: I'll just start. <laughs>
1: I mean, he'll still do his dumb, like, woofs because he's a dick, but he'll
0: stop, like, barking. We call, we call those burfs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, underneath their breath. Yeah. I have, I have a story about Molly. Molly's never been, but she's big. So, like, I always think, well, at least if somebody sees a big dog, like, hanging around my backyard, they're not going to come in, you know, and they're not going to rob the mm-hmm. house. But anyway, she, she loves everybody. But um, so I called my mom because my pilot light went out that day. And she came over and fixed it. And then she left. Well, then it was really early, like, and me and William went to bed and I shut the bedroom door and it was like seven o'clock and about midnight. My mom comes over because she couldn't get a hold of us. She thought we died of a gas leak. Oh, no. (laughs) So she's like, she had a key to the house. So she comes in the house, and Molly (laughs) had stuck her head through the cat hole door. And was like, she said, all you could hear was the sound of Molly's tail. Like, (laughs) crazy. (laughs) And like, so what you're telling me is basically you were inside of my house, and Molly didn't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) She said she even walked in, like the door was, you know, the door had moved around from being opened. And she was like, it was so fucking quiet. I thought the dog was dead too. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> anyway, that's my story.
2: <sighs> Do you guys want to hear about Stardust Ranch? Yeah. Okay. Here. Stardust Ranch in Ar- is in Arizona, another Arizona connection. So, just to preface this, we were watching uh, Ghost Adventures, because I love Ghost Adventures so much. It's, the, like, the most fun ever. And, I haven't really watched it. Oh, my God. It's so much fun, because <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> like, just, like, three bros who, like, go ghost hunting. <laughs> okay. And so, okay. <laughs> they'll get scared by a ghost, and they'll be like, dude, what the fuck was that? <laughs> 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 And sometimes they play pranks on each other and sometimes it's really scary. What channel is it on? Is it it's on Travel Channel or something. I don't know. I think they were in college. It's like on season 16 or something like that. Jesus. So, <laughs> God. Um, when they were in college or somewhere they um went to this you know supposedly haunted place with like a camera and they were just three friends or two friends and um they caught some like really crazy stuff on camera, like bricks like being thrown around and stuff like that where they shouldn't have been able to. And so um, then they got this show. They sold the documentary, and they got a show, and it's been on forever, and it's super fun. So <laughs> I love it. A lot of people have problems with them because they're like... <laughs> Dude.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I like I feel like I saw this episode of South Park.
2: Yeah, they're like kind they're like pseudo and but I'm not looking
1: for like real science. I'm just looking for fun. That's all right.
0: That's right. All I, want.
1: <laughs> I remember in the South Park episode, one of the dudes like pisses on himself and he's like, Dude, a ghost is totally peeing in my pants. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like sometimes so, they yeah, get scared
2: feel- and like in the early episodes, they would get scared and they would like run out of the room. And like I found that very realistic because I would run away too. Yeah. I would run away <laughs> screaming. So um, we were watching this and we just like, I was like kind of still dying. So I was just sitting in the recliner. It's like Friday afternoon. I just had this, I had Ghost Adventures on. It was like playing, you know, on all afternoon. They were doing like a marathon. And all of a sudden, Lincoln and I heard, Um, what did they say? Something about like, they said something and Lincoln and I both like turned towards the TV and we were like, what? (laughs) And then we really started paying attention. So (laughs) then I looked it up some more. Okay. So Stardust Ranch was featured on an episode of Ghost Adventures. And, um, but this story is like deeper than that. So in 1996, this husband named John Edmonds and his wife, Joyce, who was a former FBI agent, wanted to have a dog and horse shelter. So they bought this ranch in Arizona. When they moved in, they found that the previous owners had left all their belongings in the dry swimming pool. And so they were pissed. (laughs) First of all, John Edmonds sounds like he has like a hair trigger but he wanted to have a dog and horse rescue so he can't be he can't be that bad he's got to be pretty sweet unless he's not okay so he called the realtor and like let that realtor have it and he was like get these former owners over here because they need to get their stuff when the when the people who had just sold them the ranch got there they were really pissed to find all their belongings in the swimming pool <laughs> that was empty um, because they insisted they hadn't left their stuff in the pool. So a couple of days later, John, after all this weirdness is like out on the land. And this guy who's like kind of grizzled and crazy looking comes walking up to him with a machete in his hand. And he says, you're going to wish I was here. I kill the monsters on this property. And John is like, "Uh, yes, sure, buddy. And says, Why don't you turn around and leave and go find, you know, basically like get off my property? And the guy basically was like, You're making a mistake. And but he leaves. So soon after that, they start seeing orbs in the sky. They start having weekly invasions by the grays, as they describe them, that are about three feet tall with bulging eyes, skinny arms, and legs, and they travel in packs of threes. The greys will come to them in the master bedroom. They target Joyce usually. She, they've woken up with like pinpricks or in their arms and stuff. Like they've been, uh, like had blood samples taken from them. They feel like they'll have bruises on their inner thighs or chest or abdomen. They've lost time. They've had animal mutilations. Some of the horses and dogs have been killed and mutilated horribly, Um, including a Rottweiler that John claimed had attacked a Grey a few weeks before and not seemed injured at all but died later on. Like, it seemed fine and then it just died. Yeah. So this is where it gets good. Because this is America. And you know <laughs> what we do when we're getting fucked with? What do we do? We buy a whole bunch of guns and swords. <laughs>
1: <laughs> swords. <laughs>
0: I was not expecting
2: that. (laughs) (laughs) He was going to fight back, quote, the most violent behavior possible. He bought guns and swords. He bought like a lot of guns and swords. He attacked a gray with a katana (laughs) one night and hurt it. And he claimed that while the body disappeared, fluid and flesh was left behind on the sword. And he claims that he, like, cut one in half. He claimed that he was, like, killing them left and right. <laughs> the story is so awesome. <laughs> I can't go... I just can't do it justice. It's awesome. Okay. <laughs> so, the tish, there was a tissue sample that was left on the, um, the sword. That was... Oh, no. Not prison, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> I was looking up stuff about the office. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the tissue sample was not sent to Prison Mike. <laughs> I was trying to find the Prison Mike episode. Um, it was sent to this scientist named W.C. Levengood. Not Lovengood, Levingood, oh, <laughs> who's a doctor. <laughs> he was a biophysicist and a longtime resident of Grass Lake, Michigan. He was part, this is for real, this is, he was the L in the original BLT research team.
0: (laughs) Are we still talking about the office?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The BLT research team. He worked in, he did all kinds of amazing research. He's, he had like 50 peer reviewed papers. He, uh, published things in like nature and science, um, The American Journal of Physics and Applied Physics and Experimental Botany and everything. And so he was he got his master's in 1961. So he'd been in the field for a while. In 1990, his wife, Glenna, saw a crop circle TV show and um, he had never heard of crop circles before. And so he was so interested in this, he decided to study crop circles And he is the one who discovered that there was no way that there's a whole thing about it. I'm not going to go into it. But he basically discovered that there was no way that the crop circles were from the pushed board method. You know, that Mm -hmm. was the the old idea that there was a board and string and people would walk in the circle and push the board down and push the crop. Yeah, those teens. Right. But he discovered (laughs) there was no way that that was what it was. And that it was actually, there was some electromagnetic energy source that was involved. Oh, my gosh. So he's like, this is, I I have citations and everything. So he, um, let me find the other thing. There's all kinds of science involved that I don't really understand. But anyways, he had... um, he this research was like replicated by other people and everything. So he was really respected. So this this tissue sample from the gray that was found on the sword from John was sent to Dr. Levingood. Dr. Levingood said with no question it was linked to other cattle mutilations all across the country because he had been studying those. It had a type of hemoglobin. That wasn't seen on this planet. And it was only found at. Cattle mutilation sites. And it also had a little substance. That s- at first people thought. Was live grass. But it was a plant and animal substance. Like mixed together. Not otherwise found on earth. So after. So what Levingood was saying was. This is alien. This is something from not. He- not from here. So no. after. Soon after, Levingood stopped corresponding with John, which was out of character because he had been super excited to, um, you know, be a part of this research because this is groundbreaking. And then he died unexpectedly in his lab. Shut up. I'm not. That's crazy. Like <laughs> <I'm> you kidding. <laughs> and then after that, John and Joyce were visited by Men in Black. And the men in black said, don't go public for your own safety. And they did because America, fuck yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, why why would
2: I do
1: that? I got guns. I got swords. (laughs) (laughs)
2: swords." (laughs) These goddamn aliens are breaking into my wife's bedroom, into my bedroom (laughs) at night, rubbing her inner thighs raw. That's what they said they were doing. Oh, my God. I would go public, too. Okay, so they all they still have. It looks like they I thought that the ranch was for sale, but there's still a website about it. That's it's alienranch.weebly.com where wow. they have like the original <laughs> tissue report and they have all kinds of information. They have pictures of all the horses and dogs. <clears throat> <laughs> but yeah. So that is I mean they're aliens. It's Been
1: proven science. Yeah, I feel like I might have seen something about this, like because I remember it vaguely. Yeah, and like they they would wake up with like weird symbols on their skin that would fade away. Uh, I don't know a different alien story.
2: He was on (laughs) coast. He went on coast to coast. John Edmonds did, and so maybe, and there might have been other things like this. Might have they might have gone in other shows. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. And the more, okay. So I was like, just like giggling about it, you know, because it's just like fun. But then the more I started reading about it, I was like, uh, this sounds real. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that I looked for like any information about how Levengood died and even his, his, um, his obituaries just say that he died i mean he was old but they don't say what he died of yeah it's just kind of weird and it's weird that he died almost immediately after saying that it was related to you know
0: aliens
1: (sighs) (sighs) Yeah. yeah
0: stories like that always creep me out like the like the guy like jamie was telling the story last week about the guy You know, who invented or had discovered how to do water in the cars or whatever, and that he just, like, disappeared or died. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no one ever heard from him again. Mm -hmm. That's so crazy. That's scary. I know. And I remember seeing something about, like, a guy who made, like, a perpetual motion machine. Um, And it was, like, something to do with, like, an electric current. I can't remember exactly. But I remember seeing it on one of those, like, alien documentary shows, you know. And he went to try and patent it. And for some reason they told him that he, like, couldn't do it. Or they accepted it or something. But anyway, the point is, is he was dead, like, a week later or something.
0: Oh. Like, he,
1: w- he was killed and now no one knows how to make that thing work.
0: That's crazy.
1: So, So. basically, if you make something that's, like, awesome for humanity, like, uh, don't try to patent it. Right. Because you're going to die. Right? Yeah. They're going to steal your design and murder you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's been happening since um, forever. It's like an American tradition. Yeah. That's really sad. (laughs) Because, you know, the telephone wasn't actually made by what's-his-face. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I think that Edison was the same way, that he just had, like, a bunch of dudes working for him, and then he just, like, took credit for their stuff. Yeah, wasn't he, like, just a gigantic dick? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, Wyatt's
2: a Oh, Well, we should probably wrap it up anyways.
1: Yeah, that was some shit that we just talked about.
0: Yeah, that was really good. That was good. I'm gonna let you guys wrap it up because now she's screaming.
1: Okay. <laughs> <All
0: right. laughs> Say bye now. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thanks for listening to the Naked Ladies podcast and join us
1: next week, Jamie. Yeah, and we'll be talking about some shit and hopefully <laughs> not like as disgusting. <laughs> or hopefully, yes, as disgusting. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever We'll see how Maybe we feel. Or disgusting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye. This is my mom's podcast. Wadcast? <laughs>